When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now, how about them damn Celtics? And we are back with another episode of How About Them Celtics. Sam and I are here recording Saturday, September 23rd. Uh, and Celtics are almost back. We're, we're every t- I, I get more and more excited every time we do another one of these shows because we are a month away from Celtics basketball. We are getting there slowly. Training camp is starting up. You're starting to hear from the players again. I'm very excited. Before we get into that, I didn't want to put this on the rat list because we've talked about this on the rat list a lot. So I figured I'd open with it. So I went to the grocery store with my mom last night just because I was bored. I was whatever. I, I went there. I got some stuff that I wanted anyways. Uh, and you know how every time I go to Target or wherever, I, I'll bring up, oh, you know, the shopping cart thing where you where you can put the shopping cart back or not. Um, you know, it's a test of if you are, you know, a good person or whatever, if you put the shopping cart back because it's, it's like the basic smallest thing you can do. Almost every place I've gone to. I usually see most of the shopping carts in there. Grocery store last night, literally zero shopping carts. They were just sprawled across wow. the parking lot. I was like one of two people who actually went back to put it back. Like there were the some job crisis, new high. <laughs> I was shocked. It was the most shopping carts I had ever seen, not in 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 the the, the place, and uh, it was weird. I was taken aback. I was like, I, I immediately thought of our conversations here because I was confused. I used a shopping cart at the store for the first time. Uh, maybe ever as, as really? a solo shopper last week. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And mm. uh, I was like, wow, this sucks. Cause you, yeah. I'm not somebody that like goes to the store and is like, I need to get every single thing. Okay. I'm like, Oh, we don't have bananas. Okay. I'll go get some like that kind of thing. Uh, I see. Okay. Okay. I'm not making so a why'd list. You, why'd you use a shopping cart? Did you have a big, like a lot of stuff you needed? I, I was shopping for somebody else that might've been sick gotcha gotcha makes mm-hmm. sense see i enjoy the shopping cart i like pushing around it i don't know i don't know why i've always enjoyed like the the because no, then you don't know where to put it store. you bring it down an aisle and you're like oh am i gonna be in somebody's way mm-hmm. yeah fair also something to note first show of the season that i've worn a sweatshirt first show of the season you've worn a sweatshirt it's getting cold out like I, I, it's fucking insane. cold today dude it is it's raining it is. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. not not great i ran outside right. today though don't worry about it i was on a call with somebody today and i was like oh how are you whatever intro and they go it's 80 and sunny here it's great i'm like well it's 60 and gray here so not maybe not as good yeah uh but we're, we're getting to that time of the season but luckily that time of the season does mean that celtics basketball is almost back and speaking of celtics let's get into it the celtics have signed lamar stevens to a contract uh what i can only assume is a one-year contract we haven't learned the details i don't believe just yet um whether it's you know fully guaranteed whether it's one year x amount of years i, I assume it's a one-year standard deal probably similar to the ones fema kailu and delano banton got where it's partially non-guaranteed um but it wouldn't surprise me if it was fully guaranteed the celtics have had an interest in lamar stevens for a while i did a video on it reacting to the news sam was at a wedding so sam was not there it was uh, terrible life. dude i was mad as hell i was driving <laughs> and 
I didn't see the notification, but like my phone was kind of going crazy because the Celtics blog chat was talking about it. Yeah. And then I saw and I was like, oh, no, like I can't record right now. This was like the worst case scenario. Like literally the Celtics had like all week where I was just sitting around hanging out, not doing anything. And then the one time I'm like completely tied up, they're like, okay, yeah, we'll, we'll announce our move. But yeah, I saw that you went with the Sam does the show by himself layout for I the, did. Yep. Yep. <laughs> respect. Thank you. Um, I commented and I was like, like, if you miss me and nobody liked it. Yep. Good. Yep. That was terrible. <laughs> uh, somebody actually commented, I'll watch Sam or no Sam. So you're replaceable. Just know that. <laughs> wow. That's hurtful. I need to go find that now. I'm actually upset. I hated I it. I, it to is. be honest, I hated it. I kept like breaking to like let somebody else talk. And I was like, wait, I have to keep talking. Yeah, I have, I have nobody talking. else to talk to. <laughs> yeah. No, but um, as far as the Lamar Stevens signing, I'm a fan of it. The one thing that I kept mentioning they have a lot of wings now. They have a lot, a lot, a lot of wings. They have O'Shea Brissett, C. Mikhailu, Sam Hauser, Jordan Walsh, Lamar Stevens now as well, uh, and Delano Benton, who can play up because he is a bigger guard. Um, that said, I think Lamar Stevens brings a little bit of something they didn't necessarily have. Obviously, Jordan Walsh is a solid defender. O'Shea Brissett is solid on that end too. But Lamar Stevens is probably the best defensive wing they now have off the bench, just in terms of experience, uh, uh, physical tools, uh, and ability to defend a lot of positions. I, I really think he can replace some of that defensive uh, stuff that the Celtics lost with Grant Williams uh, and even Marcus Smart a little bit. Jordan Walsh is going to have to come in and do that, um, but he's a rookie, and he, you saw him getting foul trouble in summer league. Lamar Stevens has been a solid defender throughout his time with the Cavaliers. He earned more and more minutes every season, um, <clears throat> which is, I mean, something you'd like to see. And, uh, yeah, you know, I'm excited. It was world be free, by the way. Glut of wings. Uh Asterix dot dot dot. I'm tuning in Sam or no Sam. Mm. Good solo, Jack. Keep it up. So <clears throat> you can be mad at World Be Free. I found, but <clears throat> yeah, we're gonna respond now. <laughs> Sam, yeah, Sam's I'm anger, the angry face. <laughs> I don't um, like that but... YouTube has their own emojis before the actual ones. Mm. Yeah, but uh, the most intriguing thing I saw about the Lamar Stevens signing came from Adam Himmelsbach of the Boston Globe, uh, mm. who after the signing tweeted out was told the Celtics expressed to Lamar Stevens that they're hoping he can bring some of the grit and toughness that was lost following the departure of Marcus Smart and Grant Williams. So mm. that's a lot of pressure to put on a guy. I wonder how much of that is, hey, we lost this. We know you have this. Let's see if you can bring it to the team. But if that's the case, you have to imagine he'll be able to fight for some minutes. Like Lamar Stevens is a good NBA player. I brought him up as soon as the Spurs waved him. Uh, if we really want to ha continue the summer of Jack being right, this is another guy I really liked when he was waved by the Spurs before the Celtics were even interested. Uh, he just He's tough. He's a good rebounder. He's good at cutting. He does prefer the mid-range to three-point shot a little bit, which is respect. concerning. But uh, no, I know you respect. like that. Yeah. I know you like that, but he's going to have to hit those corner threes if he wants a, a consistent rotation spot. But Lamar Stevens is good, man. I, he, I was confused why the Spurs let him go so easily. Obviously, they wanted to bring in Max Struess, but he he was impactful for them. He started 25 games last year, I believe, um, yeah, and was he, he was a, a net positive. Like he's, he's a real good player. I think he could get some minutes on this team. Yeah, I was looking at uh, Reddit. I was looking at some of the comments on our video, and I believe there was at least one Cavs fan that was like, wow, I can't believe like the Celtics got him for free. They're going to be so much better now. Um I wish the Cavs kept him over Okoro, like just continuing to just be like, I can't believe they let this guy go again. He started 25 games on a Cavs team that was fourth in the East, a very respectable Cavs team, a Cavs team that what won three out of four against Celtics last year or two out of three. I don't remember oh, wow, how many yeah. times they played. 
he certainly just makes the log jam at wing off the bench even worse or even even more congested because yeah now you have him O'Shea Brissett Jordan Walsh Svi Mikhailu Sam Hauser Delano Banton that's it right or am I missing somebody else <laughs> I think I think that's it I think that's it that's still a lot I mean you have a lot of options I'm curious to where he's actually going to wind up in terms of minutes that probably depends on how consistent he becomes shooting the three, but mm-hmm. I could see him getting real minutes off the bench, especially again, he's yeah. starting on a Cavs team. That was a respectable team, like competitive, obviously in the playoffs, they were terrible, but I don't think he played much. He didn't. He got like under no. five minutes tonight. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they're going to have him shooting corner threes all practice <laughs> all day, every, t- every day ass. of the week. He's going to be learning how to shoot threes. And he won them a game against the Celtics. That game, the I'm a make both game from Grant. He was all over yep. the glass when we reacted to the rumors of them maybe bring him in for workouts. And then we heard more reports of, oh, yeah, they might go get him. So this all just makes sense. We've heard it like the, the breadcrumbs have been there all summer. Cool. We don't know if that's a fully guaranteed contract yet, though, do we? Or is this the final? We don't know the contract spot? details. I I think it's the final roster spot. I feel like it would have been established that it was a training camp deal. I just don't know if it's a fully like, for example, O'Shea Brissett is on a fully guaranteed contract. Delano Ben is partially guaranteed until a certain point. So I don't know like that detail, but I'm pretty sure this is the 15th roster spot. I'm I'm 90% sure of that. Hmm. That means hot seat Luke Cornett. <laughs> Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> what do you mean? He's not uh, fully guaranteed. Not... If they want to get rid of somebody, it's going to be. I him. feel like he'd be. I feel like he'd be the last one they get rid of. I feel like they get rid of Banton or Mikhailu before Luke Cornett. They have so many wings. Why would you get rid of the only backup big you have behind your three? <clears throat> I just I thought know. he was the only one that they could waive, like before training camp. No, Mikhailu and Banton are also on non guaranteed. Okay, uh, not right. fully guaranteed. So <clears throat> there are some extra ones there, but well, Banton's yeah, probably first though. <laughs> Yeah, maybe I like Lamar Stevens though. I'm in on it. I know you touched on it. Do you think it's too much pressure to put on a guy to say like, Hey, come replace smart and Williams toughness. Or do you think like, do you think that was more just in the sense of, okay, you are a tough guy. Come bring this attitude. Uh, I lean more the second one. I think the messaging getting out to the Boston globe is a, almost a PR thing because they know people don't like that. They know people are talking like, Who's going to be the guy that makes these guys dogs? Who's going to be the PJ Tucker? I've saw like a bunch of people being like, they need PJ Tucker or a PJ Tucker. So this is their attempt to try and bring that kind of mentality back to the team, or at least convince the fans that it's going to be back. Even though Jason Tatum has talked about his leadership style compared to other guys. And then, you know, everyone still listens to him. He's still a leader. He still can command the locker room, all of those things. I'm not convinced that Lamar Stevens is moving the needle for you in that sense, but it's good to have somebody that is someone we have seen against the Celtics turn a game by just trying. So I'm excited about that. I think the Celtics saying they need to replace Marcus and Grant Williams is kind of, I don't want to say lame, but lame because more so with Grant, they just let Grant walk. Yeah. Like if you really thought you needed it, you could have just paid Grant. There's no reason why they shouldn't have paid Grant, I don't think. And I'm not even like a big Grant guy. I thought he was fine. Like I liked I liked the way he would play, but I didn't think like the world was over when they let him go. I just yeah. thought it was stupid. It's like, well, that's money you can't spend now. Agree. 
I agree. Smart, at least they had to trade him. Like he was involved in the yeah. trade, and like we can complain about it all you want, but Porzingis is still a very good player, all-star caliber. Like they got a good return for Smart. It's just like sucks it had to happen. Yeah. Grant did not have to happen. Agree. I agree. Unless he just did not want to be here. Which I don't think is the case. But uh, do you think you want to just hang out on the bench? I still think you we're far apart on how many minutes we think Grant would have played. I think he would have gotten more minutes next year. But he's he would get Luke Cornett minutes. That's what he I would disagree. Get. I disagree. Um anyways, moving on. Uh more Malcolm Brogdon talk because that is the talk of the town lately. According to Adam Kaufman on the Celtics Beat podcast, friend of the show, former friend of the show, been on the show before. Adam Kaufman said, I have heard some whispers that they are still trying to trade him, him being Brogdon. Malcolm Brogdon is maybe not being actively dangled by the Celtics, but I believe he is absolutely on the trade block. This is from one of the recent episodes, the most recent one of Celtics Beat um, on CLNS. Shout out CLNS. Thank you very much. But this is just what we're hearing now. We're hearing Malcolm Brogdon could be traded. We just did a whole video on potential trades the Celtics could explore for Malcolm Brogdon. It makes you worried about his value and, and how much of them talking outwardly is trying to protect that value. Obviously, he's going to have some because he just won six man of the year and he's still a damn good player. But if the Celtics are going to trade him, you have to get a guard back because you can't depend on Pritchard and, and Derek White. As much as I love Pritchard as a backup and I think he can play that role, you need a bit more depth there just because it's just... It's just it's weird, man. This is weird that it just came to light. It feels like just from Gary Washburn speculating, this is all coming out. But now you're hearing all these other pieces. I don't know. It's an odd. It's an odd situation. So as far as the guard situation goes, I'm kind of sick of all of this because I don't think it makes sense for the Celtics to move off of Brogdon unless he's rip shit pissed. I agree. You just said it perfectly. They don't have the means to do it anymore. Unless you're getting a guard back, and we did the whole video on it, you really can't get away with this and not feel the effects of it if you trade Brogdon. Pritchard's fine. He's going to get targeted and bullied on defense. That's just how it's gone. You saw in the finals last year, or two years ago now, they were like, damn, like we need another guard. And they go get Brogdon. Now they only have two guards again because they traded Marcus, which is fine. Yes. But you can't go and trade another one of the guards. <laughs> you just can't. So I would love to know what they are looking for in return for Brogdon. I think that would be a very, very interesting. Uh, did you just text Ray? I did. Yeah. Ray texted me, asking me about ball. Okay. <laughs> I texted uh, Ray about UK. So we already, we already, we already chat. Okay. So sorry. Distraction. Yes. <laughs> well, it's my own fault, but I wonder what they were like looking to get back for Brogdon. Like if, if you, someone needs to be like, yo, like, like, off the record, what are you trying to get for Brogdon to Brad Stevens? Yeah. Because I and I then put know. it on the record, and then put, put it on, it on the record. record. Yeah, <laughs> like just go all in for that one one credibility thing. Maybe that's I don't me. Know. Jack, I don't like Jack's the idea of getting rid of Brogdon. Jack gets fired before he ever gets a job. <laughs> uh, Snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get two hundred dollars in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a five dollar bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use, there's a wide range of betting options including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com Boston and kick off the NFL season, FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 
21 plus and present in Massachusetts. Hope is here. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bet that expires seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com, gamblinghelplinema.org, or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support. Play it smart from the start. GamesenseMA.com or call 1-800-GAM-1234. Again, that's GamesenseMA.com or call 1-800-GAM-1234. Um, it's weird, man. It definitely is weird because especially when you consider you look around, we've talked about, you know, this makes sense for the Celtics. This could be a player they target ad nauseum. We talked about it all the time. What you really have to look at is what teams would be trying to trade for Brogdon. That's where you have to start because those are the teams the Celtics are going to be in contact with. Um, Those are the teams that are going to be in contact with the Celtics. You look at those teams, it's teams like the Nets who could use some point guard depth who don't have any point guard depth to give the Celtics. It's a team like the Clippers who don't have any point guard depth to give the Celtics. I saw somebody say, I think it was in our comments, get like a three-team deal where the Celtics also get Bones Highland. If you think Peyton Pritchard is getting target on defense, Bones Highland is worse <laughs> on the defenseman. Bones Highland is cool, but I mean, it's just, it's not even close to good enough to being an upgrade to trading Malcolm Brogdon. And he'd be trading with the Clippers, which I know Sam would probably not yeah, be no too more. happy with. Yeah, the Clippers can't get Brogdon. If you wanted <laughs> Brogdon, then you should have had him before they had to trade smart away. If yeah. I'm Brad Stevens, absolutely fucking not. No, no. Agree, agree. Um, The only team that I, okay, maybe not the only team. There are a couple teams where it does make sense where you could say, okay, maybe there's a trade to be had there. The Lakers make sense, and I know you wouldn't like it because it's the Lakers. If you could get player X and Gabe Vincent back in a trade, you maybe be okay with it because Gabe Vincent That's is not good the worst up. thing because it's <laughs> exactly yeah. And the Lakers could use more shooting uh, if they wanted to trade Gabe, Gabe Vincent. It could be, you know, give us Gabe Vincent, and that's where the problem lies, though, because it'd have to be like, Jackson Hayes and at that point like who cares it, it, that would just be getting Gabe Vincent which if anything Gabe Vincent on a three-year deal at that contract might be better than Brockton anyways Maybe. for the Celtics um but that's one another one is the Orlando Magic who I know you're very fond of um and it did also I know you want Markel Fultz but it did just come out I, I believe I saw somewhere saying oh it feels like they could trade Cole Anthony because he's sort of the odd man out in that guard rotation wouldn't be the perfect fit but if you're really looking for replace Brogdon and get depth, getting Cole Anthony to trade would give you some point guard depth. He's not a great defender, but he can score in bunches. And so that would at least help you patch up the holes if, if you were to Sounds make like a trade. Pritchard. But yeah, that's He's the probably problem. a little bit better than and, Pritchard, but I don't <clears throat> think that moves the needle. I, I agree, but I'm attacking this as if a Brogdon trade had to happen. I still stand firm on what you said at the start. Don't trade Brogdon unless it is absolutely clear that he doesn't want to be here, right? Like, or you're getting no like point. you're winning the trade. Exactly. There's no point. Uh, and and most of these that I'm bringing up are perhaps Dennis Schroeder, the former, Viva uh, MVP. Hell no. no. <laughs> that would be so out. funny. You would be. Please. Well, I don't know. Like you, you, you talked down on Brogdon enough to be like, damn, like I miss Brogdon. You know what? Now. Actually, like, I, let me rephrase. Oh no, this is I would worse. actually. I would actually be okay with Dennis Schroeder more so this time around in Boston because he would have a more defined role. You look at the role he had in Boston at the start of the last uh, when he was here the first time. He was a starter. He could not play next to Marcus Smart, and I don't think he would play next. He could play next to Derek White as well either. 
better because Derek White can shoot, but I also think he would just be the sixth man for the Celtics, which is much better than him being a starter. I don't think he should be playing a ton with Tatum or Brown, but if they're going to run their sixth man as a, a pure scorer, which is what they're using Brogdon as, I don't think Schroeder would be the worst. Maybe Schroeder's probably a better defender than Brogdon. Ring up the, the Charlotte Hornets and say, what do you think of Terry Rozier? Yeah. Eh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe. I, I'd rather Schroeder. <laughs> as crazy as that is, um, there just aren't a lot of teams, other teams that kind of suck that that <laughs> might have something worth giving you back. Where you know, if there was any hint of Lonzo Ball coming back anytime soon, I would. I would yeah, I'd do that. that. But but would you do it now or would he? No, no. no. <clears throat> yeah, because you need. You, if you're the Celtics, you're in a position you where you something. have to you have to win now. Like the you Celtics are. All in right now. They've traded smart. They brought in Porzingis. They're trying to capitalize on their window in the present. Getting Lonzo would be a cool move for the future. And I think if Lonzo comes back and is at full strength, he's a great piece anywhere. The perfect piece, probably. He hasn't played in what? A year and a half now? Almost two years? And he's he's going to be out for at least another. That's going to be three years without playing in an NBA game. Is he really going to be that sharp? I agree. I agree with you. The only other team I think that would maybe be interested. I feel like the Pelicans could want them. They need shooting. They were a really bad three-point shooting team last year. They need floor spacing. But at that point, you'd be looking at, okay, give us. No. (laughs) No. Larry Nance and Jose Alvarado. Right? And and again, Jose Alvarado is a fine. Exactly. Exactly. Like, And don't get me wrong. I think Jose Alvarado is a fine player. He's a good defender, if anything. Right? Uh, And Larry Nance is a fine, you know, probably a really good fit as a backup 4-5. But it's just not worth it giving up Malcolm Brogdon for that. That would be a if he definitely wants out. And maybe you squeeze a first round pick out of them that you can flip in another deal. But at that point, like you don't need first if you're the Celtics, you need players. So correct. <laughs> Regardless. I mean, firsts um, aren't the worst thing right now, but like you said, yeah. if you're the Celtics, you're trying to no win. TV. You're trying to compete. But with the new CBA, the draft picks aren't the worst thing in the world. I'm I'm eyeballs yeah. on the Warriors all year. I'm telling you. Watching them. How Watching how good how good do you really think the Warriors can be? Like, I feel like the Warriors have a really, really wide window Large of window. where they can end up this year. Because it I seems like you. it's just like disaster kind of waiting to happen. Chris Paul and Draymond don't really like each other. Chris Paul is a weird fit. He doesn't really fit in the starting lineup. His ego is too big to come off the bench. That might start to create some problems. What kind of depth do they have? I'm trying to think of what moves they made. They lost DiVincenzo, who was a decent piece for them and stepped up in a lot of games last year when guys were out. Signed Dario um, Saric. They signed Corey Dwight. Joseph. Did not sign Dwight. Did not bring in Dwight. They made that decision, apparently. Oh. Brought in Brandon Pajemski in the draft. Brought in Trace Jackson Davis. They have okay depth. It's not as good as last year. Any team with Steph Dre in play. I know any team with Steph Jerry and Clay, I still think has the ceiling to be a top three team in the conference. True. Like I still think they have that ceiling. Their floor at the same time though could be playing. Like there's I, th- yeah, I think Warriors like Warriors team. watch is Spice Adams like looking out from behind the tree like this. Yeah. Like yeah. you might get a good draft pick. I think it is a scenario. Protected. Is it protected? Top four protected. Not lottery protected. Top four. Oh, I thought it was top twenty protected. Mm. It's top four. Oh, better not be okay. top 20 protected then what's the point of this but all right perfect world right warriors suck up four but yeah, not you're right they don't suck that bad they suck like mm-hmm. fifth worst <laughs> right and you're the celtics you're like mm, 
Not yet. So you trade back. Not this year. Mm-hmm. You say, give me, give me a 20. You do a 2K trade where you're in the draft, but you don't really like the draft class. So you trade for future first yeah. with your current first. I know where you're going. Cooper flag. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> you get Cooper flag. Oh, man. There has to be an avenue for the Celtics to get Cooper flag. Rig it, NBA. You've rigged a million things. Rig it. We deserve it. Oh, I sound man. like a Knicks fan. We deserve it. We need Zion. <laughs> and we're going to get Kyrie and KD. And then you get none of them. Psych. Enjoy Julius Randle. Have fun. Uh, all right. Next thing. Speaking of rookies, Jordan Walsh recently spoke. I believe he was in Worcester uh, at a, a camp of some sort. Worcester something. Shout uh, out phrase. I went to college there. I went to college. Mm. But, I was over there. Uh, I drove past there, I think. I don't know. There you go. Uh, he was in Worcester, signed. Uh, I saw him sign a backboard. He was at a camp or something, but he spoke to reporters. I believe it was Chris Forsberg and Bobby Manning there uh, talking to him, and they asked him a bunch of questions. So I went through, I listened to it. I'm going to relay the best tidbits of information. Okay. Talked about um, practice, practicing at people, said he matched up against Derek White, saying he learned a lot, called him a point guard, eyes, emoji, whatever. The biggest thing people Both picked balls. out of this um first talk to al as well he's been talking to al horford a lot about being a pro all this stuff which is good the biggest eyes emoji thing that people have picked out of this um bobby manning said so is everybody back at camp yet and he said uh no i haven't seen brogdon or blake griffin yet <laughs> and hmm. the eyes emoji was but blake griffin what do, what do you mean you haven't seen blake griffin yet what's blake the, griffin's uh... on the team buddy <laughs> well that's why people are like what uh what's what's the deal here <laughs> what, what are we doing well in fairness um, to jordan walsh he's not like a nba media member where he has true. to know everything he just kind of has to show up and play mm-hmm. so he imagine that though he's like damn like i thought blake griffin was on this team what the hell yeah it's and then like blake griffin those, just uh... not there it's like all those those videos of people learning that they got a new teammate. Like, have you seen the video of um, they told Malik Monk like Tony Parker just signed with the Hornets, and he goes, "We got Tony Parker, <laughs> we got we, yeah. we got Tony Parker." Uh, yeah, like they don't yeah. necessarily know what's going on. We might uh, know more than some of them because we care. I think Jordan Walsh really cares. <laughs> He's just kind of happy to be in the NBA at this point, probably at least a little Good bit. For him. I'm sure he has some kind of little extra oomph behind him motivating him, but. There yeah, is he's, an NBA there. Pl- he's an NBA player. Do you player. hear Evan Turner and uh, Andre Iguodala kind of talk about that with Redick? Uh, I know. I saw pieces. No, I saw pieces of the interview, but I didn't hear. So they were kind of talking about like drive and things like that. And like, I think it was Evan Turner said, like, you got to be careful with what you say, because if you're like a happy to be there guy, then the media might paint you as like, oh, like this guy's going to suck. Because <laughs> he doesn't, he doesn't want to be the best. He's just happy to be in the league. Remember when Anthony Edwards was like, he he had just got drafted. Yeah, he was like, uh, like basketball is like whatever. Or he said he wanted to rap yes. or something. And everyone he said was he like, well, this guy's gonna suck. Yeah, yeah. The, that same thing happened with Anthony Richardson. He's a QB for the Colts. He's done a rap thing. Their whole whole article came out and said Anthony Richardson might be the first person to ever mm. be named starting quarterback and decline the job. And it's like, guys, he just has hobbies. Like, let's let's now calm he's down. On the bench. Here. Look what happened to him. Got hurt. It happened with Jalen Brown too. People coming into the draft didn't want to draft Jalen Brown because he was too smart and they thought he would go beyond I actually basketball. Remember that. Like, guys, what are we doing, <laughs> what are we doing here? Um. 
also random, but I just noticed it because I was sniffling. Somebody on the CLNS uh, <laughs> video commented, guy on the left has the vid, because apparently so I was sniffling a lot <laughs> last mm. episode. My bad. Yeah, you got uh, some man. hate the last episode. They were like, I know. why don't you get a throat doctor, buddy? Hey, it's better. I'd rather someone say, I love the content, get a doctor, than I know why he's coughing. He's fat. <laughs> that was one of the best comments of all time. I still pull it up sometimes because I and laugh. Like people ask about like comments. I'm like, yeah, I had one time and I tell them that one. But anyways, sorry. Jordan Walsh. <laughs> We're talking about Jordan Walsh. Um said Tatum and Brown set a good fun foundation being at training camp early because they don't technically have to be there yet, but everyone's in, everyone's working early, which is good. Uh talked about meeting Joe, getting ready for the season. Title expectation said means the world to be at an organization that has a chance because who doesn't want the next banner, um, which is something you want to hear. It's mm. obviously the PR answer, but that's good. Uh, he was asked who stood out and are, do you have the sheet up? Can you see, or, or you uh, I'm not going to look, I, yeah. I have it up, but I'm, I haven't like read, read. Yeah. He's asked who stood out. Who, who do you think stood out to him? Hmm. I don't know. I feel like <laughs> Sam Hauser's like a kind of guy, like you show up and you're like, Oh wow. That guy can play basketball. He said, getting to match up with Peyton Pritchard every day. We play one-on-one -on -one after practice every day, uh, learning stuff from him. He's teaching me stuff, telling him the way of the game, how Joe is, what it means to be a Celtic. So Peyton Pritchard, teaching the Ricky the Ropes, which is funny. because Pritchard he is one of the great character on this team. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Because Peyton Pritchard, like his whole life has been basketball. Have you heard the stories? Like when he was younger, he would be in the garage dribbling till his hands bled. No. Like that kind uh of thing. It sounds familiar, but I don't remember. I might have mentioned it before because I, I can't believe like the amount of work he's had to put in to be where he's at. Four-year college player in Oregon, right? Like he, he's he yeah. was there. Yeah. And he was he he's from there, so he just went to the, the state school and became like a local yep. legend. He's gotta be like Mr. Basketball Oregon. He's up to, there. he's up there. To to be on the Celtics and just be hanging out must be the weirdest thing ever. Like we we'll talk about every once in a while. Like these guys play their whole life as the best player. Pritchard plays these pro am, scores ninety points. He's not even getting an NBA game. And when he does get in, his responsibilities are different. That can't be an easy adjustment. I yeah. wonder if some of this Brogdon stuff is coming because they have a lot of faith in Pritchard all of a sudden. Like maybe they've seen something from him. Maybe. I hope so. I, I hope they're they're happy with him. I hope he's good. Um, for what it's worth, Oregon Live put out a list in 2016 of the top 25 Oregon basketball players of all time. Peyton Pritchard is eighth on this list. Peyton Pritchard, uh, by the way, was in uh, what high school then? I believe so. Yeah. Um, for what it's worth, another former Celtics number two, Sam. Would you like to guess who number two? Should I know this? Yes. Oh, uh, you, you definitely know the player. I don't know if you'd know. Oh yeah. He's from this area, but you should, you definitely know the person. Oh my God. Who is it? <laughs> Tell <laughs> Danny me. Ainge. I, I'm not... Danny Ainge. Number yeah, two. I should have known that. I should have known that. <laughs> number two. I wonder where Peyton Pritchard ranks on an updated list though, because this was this. Yeah. He's in high school at this time. So he's, he's probably way yeah. higher on the list now. Um, is Peyton Pritchard Oregon's Cooper flag video? Probably. Time? Probably <laughs> um, talked about Jordan Walsh. This is we're back to Jordan Walsh. A lot of tangents here. Uh, learning the NBA game, how different it is from other levels, philosophies from Joe, tendencies of players, details, etc. Um, spent the offseason getting stronger, getting to know people, learning the system, all the normal stuff of Joe. Just <laughs> yep. only you see this line, you don't fucking cross it. <laughs> if I see you three. take a shot inside of this line, you're coming out, buddy. Yep. 
Exactly. Uh, taking stuff from the Jays, talked about their professionalism, everyday actions. Uh, said JT has a choice to come in and work out with us young guys. He chooses to do that. Everything he does, I can mirror that. He talked about Twitch.tv. Um, he's been uh, streaming on Twitch. Uh, said he doesn't know a lot of players that do it. He says he does it for fun. Kyrie Wants people it, to get to flag. know him. <laughs> Wants people to get to know him more as a person than a basketball player. He said it's better for a community because fans can come in and show him love. It's been True. a good journey. Uh, helps him get over the hump. It encourages him. Come on. The uh, he was asked about. <clears throat> yeah. What'd you say? Come on the YouTube with us. Oh, yeah. yeah. Come join us. Come join us on YouTube. We asked oh. him. Didn't hear back. This is true. <laughs> mm. uh, he was asked which coach he's been working closest with. He said Ross, um, which is Ross McMahon's player development coach, works out with him every day. But yeah, Jordan Walsh just spoke to the media. Thought we'd recap it a little bit. Anything of interest in there that you wanted to pick out? I mean, it was just. Uh, I think we touched on the important stuff. Like we had fun yeah. with anything that really stood out. So we can move on. It's good that Perfect. these guys are back at the Hourback Center. I agree. I'm excited. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. But let's get on to our emails, which we do every pod now. If you'd like to get in touch with us, hbtcpod at gmail.com. We have four emails today, three from RJ, one from Philip. Let's go on over to the email. RJ Johnson emails us. Absolute legend. Basically our producer at this point. We appreciate you, RJ. Um, I love that your discussion about lower Portland Miami dance moved beyond the usual talking points in the most recent pod. I do agree that trade discussions should be handled in the same way. Medical information is should be restricted to the team and the players and the league until a concrete action is taken. This email, by the way, about player movement and fairness. The problem is that the NBA is so connected to 24 seven social media hype, as well as the surge in betting culture that everyone in their third cousin is trying to sniff around for scoops. The NBA could absolutely cut this off at the knees by saying all trade negotiations are privacy private business of the league until the transaction is agreed upon and or executed. It would make guys like Woj te- tear out what's left of his hair. But so what if the ownership, the players and the league want to be fair towards all parties during trade negotiations, make it. So put some real punishments into the mix, like the significant loss of salary or draft picks, depending on who lets it leak. I can't think of any business where an employee or a branch office negotiating <laughs> a staff transfer would appear in the daily business news. I think it should be the case for the NBA or any other, or I don't think it should be the case for the NBA or any other sport. That's my rant on this topic. Thanks for winding me up. We appreciate you, RJ. And, and I think it's an I interesting do, angle. I agree. But then and we I wouldn't agree. have anything to do all summer, RJ. <laughs> That's How what I was going to say. Us? Like, <laughs> it's true. I will say, as much as I agree with this in, in, theory i think in practice it makes it tough because a big part of what makes the nba as popular as it is is the drama of it as much as we may yes. dislike it for soap basketball opera, dude, purpose fire. yeah it, it's i dislike it because i like the basketball part and that's what i want to talk about but i love it because i enjoy talking about it like as much as much as i love the basketball and the product and that's my favorite part you see how many videos sam and i got to do this summer on player x this 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 play celtic sign yeah. this we react to this like I enjoy that because I enjoy making content and I enjoy reacting to it. And I love connecting with people through that. 
Um, and so I don't know if it'll ever be the case if they get rid of that. Although they, I do think they need to find some happy medium so trades can be fair. Because I mean, we talked about it last pod. I, I think if all this stuff was handled privately, we wouldn't have this big issue with Damian Lillard. Well, also not for nothing, but like the drama in the league is really what makes it fun. Like some of the ridiculousness yes. that we like read about or see on Twitter. Like Dame saying, if they trade me to a team that's not Miami, then I'm going to just request a trade again. That's some crazy shit, too. Like, you don't get yeah. a new job and then be like, hey, actually, like, I'm already applying for new jobs. <laughs> like, if you want to yeah. connect it to real life. But we also don't make, like, $60 million a year, the majority of us. It's true. <laughs> so, I don't. <laughs> I mean, I don't know and, why you say And the public entity of fandom right is impacted by where these guys play like he's right like the social media hype and everything but that's like why we we have some right to know i guess it, it's weird to put it that way but if something's going on with our team i feel like we should all know and, and maybe that's another thing maybe we've been too entitled to that because oh we are that's entitled just the way pricks, dude. look at us <laughs> of course of course all right thank you rj we appreciate you the next thing how about every everyone is scouting the player development? How about some dives into Coach Mazzulla's tendencies beyond shoot every three? Uh, Sam, you <laughs> just said it like two minutes ago. <laughs> and what you'd like to see him improve upon? What sort of defenses do you want to see him employ or use? Uh, or using the bench less and shifts and more individual player swaps or how he chooses his game attire? I don't know, just my hmm. idea, if you will. All right, my biggest thing let's each pick one or two things. Um, okay. And we can not, not, neither of us can choose timeouts because I think that's the biggest thing. Please call All right. for. Sure. <laughs> um, I'll choose one on offense, one on defense. Offensively, I'd like to see him play Sam Hauser more. And I think he did this well during the regular season, but then he cut him out of the player rotation. But I want to see it consistent throughout the season. I want Hauser getting like 20 minutes tonight. I want him to win that, that wing battle on the bench. I truly think that shooting is invaluable. And he was actually a solid defender when the Celtics called him on, on him in that role last year. I, I would really like to see Sam Hauser play more on offense. And defensively for me, it would be uh, double bigs. Play more double bigs. Play Rob and, and Porzingis more. Play play Al and Rob more. And I was against double bigs most last year because I wanted to see Derek White in the starting lineup. But now that Derek White is the point guard, double bigs. That was how they got mm. to the finals in 2022. Play the double big lineups. Play Rob as a free safety more. Let him run that. Um, and th those are my two things I'd like to see Joe do more. So I would like to see a few things from Joe. First things first, you have to be able to beat the zone. I think that's part of the Porzingis edition. I think he's going to help you tremendously with that. But though they put up a good fight against Miami, which is the saddest thing to say ever as a top seed playing the eighth seed, it's true. They did do better this year, it felt, with the zone. When the zone was put on, it didn't seem like they melted as much. Good job, Joe. Good job, players, from getting better. But there were still plenty of times in the game where they did not look look right because of the defenses that they were being shown. So need to tackle that. It's only been a problem for four seasons now. Get on it. Get better. Be elite. It's simple. They make college kids do it. They make high school kids do it. They make youth leagues do it. Break the zone. Yeah. Move the ball. High, low. They don't all have to be threes. Have Tatum at the free throw line. He's a great decision maker. He can make the right play hitting guys on the wing or dumping it low to, you would hope, Rob or Porzingis, who can catch lobs too. That would be a really super cool offensive change. Um, 
Another thing I would like to see. I agree with you on Sam Hauser, by the way. I think it's a great thing. His stats reflect when he gets more minutes, he plays so much better. And the shooting is more efficient, right? Um, I would like to see a lot more point guard play. I want to see Derek White get a lot of opportunity with the ball. I want to see less Tatum doing every single thing on offense. And I want to see better late game execution as a whole. Again, a Porzingis thing maybe. But I'm sick of watching games and seeing the Celtics up double digits and not caring. If the fourth quarter has rolled around (laughs) and you're up big, win the game. Too many times over the last X amount of seasons have I had my heart ripped out and perhaps my pockets uh, inflated a bit mm-hmm. because this team can't close games and figure it out. And uh, in terms of game attire, drip out on the sideline. I want to see some fresh Jays <laughs> uh, bring back suits. Yeah. Pro suit. Uh, out on suits. Yeah. Not a fan. Well, that's care. where we defer. Jack, there not a man of class. No. Uh, it's fine with me. I like my Crocs. I like my sweatshirts. So it's but fine. they should wear a green suit. <laughs> okay, sure. You want you want to look like Lucky. <laughs> I, I want them to look ridiculous, but also maybe dress up sure. for Halloween. That'd be fun. That'd, That'd be actually fine. be really Joe funny Zula. if he dressed up I, for Halloween. If Joe Mazzula come, do they have a game on Halloween? Now you're making so. me look. The Celtics. No, they play on the 30th, though. So. Yeah. How Joe funny if he was just like in, Spider-Man on the sideline? He comes line. in dressed as a vampire. Oh, that'd be oof. I need to see Joe in a Halloween costume. That'd make my year. Uh, maybe be nicer to the press, Joe. That's the only thing. <laughs> That's another one. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe that. Uh, next thing, another one from RJ. Morning, Jack. Morning, Sam. Good morning, RJ, or good afternoon, whatever time mm-hmm. it is. Liked your disgruntled take on Brogdon trade vapors. I wanted to bring up trading in more of a general light. And no, not a box of Duncan minis for Wemby. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> what a team, what a team should be willing to give up in a trade has to be dictated by what its immediate goals are. Ditching kind of salary because of contracts. Yep. Ditching salary because of contracts gone bad due to injury. Trying to stockpile picks for a rebuild. Grabbing that last puzzle piece for a championship run. It makes a difference. Sadly, most trade rumors are built with the notion of satisfying at least two of those three scenarios, if not all three at once, which is highly unlikely. A GM who tries to make a fulfilling to make fulfilling all three all the time is likely to be thought uh, of as an ass by his trade partners or Danny Ainge. When mm. Ainge went after Ray Allen and Kevin Garnett in the summer of 07, he sent out seven players and three first round draft picks for Allen KG, Big Baby, Glenn Davis and the 2008 championship. If Brad Stevens decides to flip Brogdon to get the Celtics banner 18 this year, I would not be surprised to see him packaged with the first round pick at least in order to get the caliber of player as seen as being able to bring home the ring. I'm not going to guess as to who would be coming back. I am saying don't be surprised if Brad spends big. Be well, RJ. Thank you, RJ. I think this my is a good only point. thing. I agree. The only issue. I don't think that player is out there for $20 million. And if it's not, you'd have to package. Yes. You'd probably also have to package Rob or Al, which I also don't think is worth it. I do I do agree with this, though, because we talked about the Brogdon thing at length, and we're like, well, if they're moving him, then they're probably not getting anything worthwhile back. Like, you're just not. So if you have to give up stuff to get a worthy return for Brogdon, sure, do it. But I, I, I agree with you. Like, I don't know what the answer is. It's not Miles Turner anymore. I don't think yeah. it's Buddy Heald. I, I don't think he's overly worth it. I think he's a nice piece, but I think you need more than that. To, to fill the void left by both Brogdon and Smart. I agree. I don't know. There's nobody that jumps out at me. I agree. Um, 
the there's not many players making that salary range that would make sense on the Celtics. The really only one I see that I would see as an as potential upgrade for now in the future is Tyler Hero. And we did a whole podcast on that. I'd like Tyler Hero. I'd like him on the Celtics. I think he's probably a better player than Malcolm Brogdon. Um, I think he's a better player, definitely moving forward than Malcolm Brogdon. But I don't know how real he'd be fun to is. make fun of. So that's also true. He'd make great pod he'd be, content. Yeah, he'd be the new he'd be the new Grant. But Absolutely. in a completely different way. Like Grant was really nerdy, <laughs> but Tyler Hero's like trying to be too cool and it just doesn't yeah. work. Yeah. I would Absolutely. love to make fun of Tyler Hero for a whole season. Yeah. Thank you, RJ, though. We appreciate you for tuning in. Last one we have is from Philip. Question for the pod. Hey, guys, I'm excited about our player additions, but also very excited about the coaching staff changes. What do you think of a recap discussion on who our coaching staff additions were and how that might influence Joe, our players, and our play style? As always, I sincerely appreciate what you both bring to the Celtics community. Best, Thank Phil. Thank you, Phil. We appreciate you. And uh, before we jumped on here, I pulled up the Real GM coaching tab. These are the Celtics coaches heading into this season. You can see when they join. It'll say 23-24 if they are a new addition to the staff. Obviously, head coach Joe Mazzula. The new additions, Charles Lee, Sam Cassell, Emil Jefferson, Phil Pressey. All new additions here. Charles Lee is the lead assistant. Um, guys coming back, Tony Dobbins as well. Joe Mazzula still listed as assistant. That's funny. Kenny Graves and then Matt Reynolds listed as the Dwight Schrute. Uh, to yeah. Joe Missoula. Joe Missoula getting assistant coach is such a like a dirty slight. <laughs> no, he's he's listed as oh he's there twice. Coach. Yeah, that's what I was saying. But Sam Dwight Schrute, Matt Reynolds, a special assistant to the head coach. Do you know why that's his thing? Do you know what Matt Reynolds does? And I look this. He's up. the replay guy. He is because they there. only talked about him every broadcast after Abby Chin did a special report on him. Yeah, and scowls like every single time there's a challenge. Oh, there he is with the iPad. Matt Reynolds. Out. Yeah, he's got it. But these are the new coaches. These are the new guys in the league. I believe this is this how many years they've been with the team. Let me double check that. This yeah. is years in role. So um, Celtics do have a lot of new guys in the coaching staff. Kenny Graves has been there for years. Joe Mazzula obviously has been there for plenty of years. Uh, Tony Dobbins been in a role for years. And then obviously guys like Matt uh, and um, <clears throat> Matt is is. There still, but you have a lot of new guys. Charles Lee, Sam Cassell, Emil Jefferson, P Phil Pressey. Emil Jefferson feels a lot like a player's coach in the sense of it's probably Chase, Jason Tatum's buddy to get him on the team, talk to the players a lot. Uh, similar with Phil Pressey, although he does have head coaching experience in college. <clears throat> Charles Lee and Sam Cassell are the ones that most people are really excited about, and for good reason. Charles Lee spent the past X amount of years in Milwaukee coaching up that defense, coaching up. Giannis uh, and those guys to a title with Mike Budenholzer and Darvin Ham, who is now the coach of the Lakers. Um, Sam Cassell bounced around with Doc Rivers uh, from L.A. to Philly. All these places, obviously a former player as well. I believe did Charles Lee play in the NBA. I think he did. Am that I crazy? I don't know. <clears throat> um, but speaking but, of Charles Lee, yeah, I keep saying it. Teach the big men to be Brook Lopez, especially <laughs> our main man Nimi. Hmm. I think that's going to be his best defensive use is just being a tree. Teach him how to be a tree. Yeah. Uh, it'd be good. He did play in the NBA, by the way, or, or he was a former professional basketball player very briefly, um, at least according to his Wikipedia page. Sorry, he never played in the NBA. He played internationally, though, so he was a, he was a player is basically what I was getting at. Um, <clears throat> he was a coach, assistant coach at Bucknell, where he did go to college. 
assistant at the Hawks, assistant with the Bucs, and now an assistant with the Celtics. So this is his first assistant coaching job in the NBA without Mike Budenholzer. He was Mike Budenholzer's top guy for a while, branching off now. Um, and it wouldn't surprise me if he leaves the Celtics. I, I think good because he's been a top. Budenholzer, kind of stupid. No, uh, different. I mean, Darvin Ham was a good coach after being with Mike Budenholzer for years. It's, it doesn't have anything to do with it. Um, <laughs> you're an asshole. Uh, Charles Lee's been a, a top candidate for a lot of these head coaching jobs. I think he was a top candidate for the Celtics head coaching job with Nima Yudoka got it. So, like, the Celtics clearly like Charles Lee. Um, I think him and Sam Cassell will bring a defensive-minded mindset to the Celtics based on how good the defenses were that they coached in years past. Um and I think both of them also have a chance to help Joe Missoula, which is important. Joe Missoula is a good coach, but you saw last year how he looked without he, – he didn't have a coaching staff, effectively. They lost a lot of people. All the people were worried about Ime Adoka, and you saw it. The first chance they got, they left to go be on Ime Adoka's coaching staff again. So now that's he's got a coaching right staff. There. Find you some friends fine. like that and that's across fine, the country but, just go but, hang uh, out. <laughs> but now Joe Talk Missoula hoops. has – a real coaching staff, uh, a real you know group of guys that he was able to help cultivate and bring in. And I, I think you're going to see a huge difference from not only him, but from the staff as well. I would like to see a good good bounce back here from Joe. Imagine if Joe wins coach of the year. That would be – and you know he would talk mad <laughs> shit. He'd be like, fuck all you guys. Like, how about – anybody ask me about threes now? Like, the, that like would the be the out? first thing he said. That would be the first thing now? he says. Yeah. Love it. I do. I do kind of feel bad for the amount of scrutiny he got. He was just put into like kind of a bad position where, I mean, we all have high expectations for the team and he ended up being someone that got a lot of the blame when they came up short. If they, if they won the ECF or the title or something, I already had a question planned. He was going to get to the podium. I was going to so uh, Joe, you ended the game there. A couple timeouts left on the board. Uh, you think you would have maybe used them? But uh, unfortunately, they couldn't <laughs> didn't get the job. Just had to keep it in the bank. I've got it. I've got it on lock. Uh, all right. Do you want to bump the other bump Celtic em. stuff? Bump, we'll bump the other Celtic stuff we were going to potentially talk about today. And we will go right to the NBA where we do have a Damian Lillard update. Woo! Now, Sam, you're out on Damian Lillard talk. You're going to be in on the Dame talk we have mm. today. I haven't really seen much. Wasn't on Twitter. I do know what this is, and I have from Woj. Add, but from Woj, those talks have intensified this week with Lillard, but still, there's no trade imminent. So far, the one element that has not been a part of these talks are the Miami Heat. Mm. But we know in trade talks and conversations that can change in one moment, one call. Basically, Blazers holding Dame trade talks. Just not with the heat. Respect. <laughs> they said, see you later. Yeah. Um, teams popping up. Jake Fisher, friend of the pod, said, at this juncture, Toronto and Chicago have been two possible destinations for Lillard most discussed by league figures. While a collection of NBA personnel expect Portland to engage Miami before finalizing something with another suitor, the Heat have not factored primarily in the Blazers' recent dialogue surrounding Lillard. So basically, mm. Blazers said, fuck you. <laughs> Good on them. Good for them. This should have happened a long time ago. I think Chicago is actually like an interesting team here. Mm. I don't know what they'd have to give up for salary to match. You may know more about that with bulls wire, but if you can keep one of, I kind of think you're better off keeping DeRozan in all seriousness, not even trying to like shit on Levine. I just think he's a really good closer. He's a good shot creator and he's reliable down the stretch as is Dame. So that'd make you a very good fourth quarter team. Uh, yeah. Does Vucevic go? I don't know. I don't know if that makes sense for Portland. I saw somebody write, you could probably entice Portland more if they you gave them Vucevic and you accepted that Lonzo. you would take Nur Nurkic back, um, like a swap there. 
because Vooch probably fits a bit better. Um, salary wise, you could probably get away with, let me see here. Um, you could get away with Lillard. If you're taking on Nurkic too, yep. you could get away with Lonzo, Vucevic, Patrick Williams, and Alex Caruso. Um, so you could keep Levine and DeRozan uh if you really wanted to and the blazers probably wouldn't want levine or derozan because it just doesn't make sense for them anyways um then you could roll out damian lillard zach levine demar derozan um tory craig yusuf nurkic as their starting lineup which is probably pretty good <laughs> it's a pretty good starting lineup the issue is your bench depth but even then you have kobe white i would assume javon carter still you still have andre drummond you have okay bench you'd probably need to flip a little bit from guards to forwards but it wouldn't be bad if you didn't want to do the nurkic for um Vucevic swap you could get away with Lonzo Patrick Williams and Alex Caruso and picks so like there is a pathway to do it without having to give up any of your huge core players but in order for that to be of interest to the trailblazers they'd have to be okay with taking on Lonzo's salary for two years dead <clears throat> so which maybe you're fine really with, but... I don't know this is this is so interesting though it would be so funny if the heat just messed this up because <laughs> it was it a one horse funny. race until now really like yeah. that's that's all we heard about was miami this is also kind of funny for dame who's been a real pain in the ass about all of this and we we went into depth about that um mm -hmm. but man of all these teams i think chicago well brooklyn has potential to be pretty intimidating if they get them i think toronto would be scary with dame too they've got a good defensive infrastructure there mm. he doesn't want right like <clears throat> Well, yeah, but if uh -oh. Toronto's truly stupid, then they don't care. Um, Toronto doesn't give a fuck, dude. They're they're yeah. just out there like Masai's like, nah, I'm not giving up yet. Like <laughs> he's on the Titanic and he's just not getting off, not going for the lifeboats. They could get they, Dave they by giving decline. up. Uh, they could do like Gary Trent, Chris Boucher. Like I'm trying to see if they could do it without giving up OG and Anobi. Um. It does look like they I don't think they could. Right, I think we're turning these other teams into Miami now, though, <laughs> like like Toronto just being like, OK, you give us Dame and we give you jack shit. <laughs> no, no. I just want to see like how much of their core they could keep in a trade. Well, um, it doesn't matter what they can keep. It's I don't think they're going to be able to keep them to get Dame. Like, I don't think because well, now if you have these three teams in the mix with Miami, because Miami is still there, whether they're actually talking to them or not, like there's going to be some actual perhaps bidding happening. My point is for the Raptors, would you want to trade for Dame if you have to give up three of your starters? Cause you probably wouldn't be as good anyways. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm looking at the line of where it'd be worth it for them well, to do it in the, the first place. Um, also true. Yeah. Uh, I do think the Nets are probably the most intriguing place for him because you have Ben Simmons fat old contract. You have a bunch of Suns picks and you have Cam Thomas. Um, so not only for the Blazers, but also for the Nets, like, Dame, Mikhail Bridges, Nick Claxton, and Cam Johnson. Like, it's a pretty damn good team. <laughs> so, Dude, I think – hear me out. If the Portland Trailblazers do this right, yeah. they could be a playoff team. The Blazers? If they do this right, yeah. I don't think so. Not not because I don't Maybe think they'll be good. Maybe a play-in team. I see what you're doing. I just think there's too but, many but good teams. But the West is deep. West. The West I, is I don't stacked. know. I think, I think they have a chance to get in. Like it depends how good Scoot is. Though. People were raving about Scoot. They've still got uh, the Simons and Shady and Sharp, and they have Grant back, who's been established. I don't know what they're going to do with Nurkic, and then whatever they get back for Dame, you can't imagine they're going to get nothing. 
there's just so many good te- like let, let me read this there one. are very good teams like go nuggets through, go through them. nuggets grizzlies lock, kings lock lock suns what no do not tell me the blazers can be better than the kings they cannot be better no i'm not no, no no i'm not saying that they're going to be better than the kings i'm just saying i don't know if the kings are a lock call to, to make play, play know, and lock would, play and lock not playoffs call this a top 10 lock okay sure sure for the sake of this so nuggets grizzlies suns, yes, kings too. suns yes clippers yep. yes new, new load management play in uh-huh. play in play in lock. i hope yes not. Yes, but yes. Praying on their downfall. I won't say it. I'm not saying it. Lakers. Not saying it. Yes. Timberwolves, Pelicans, Thunder, Mavericks, Jazz. This is where it gets cloudy. The the Pelicans will not be better than any of those teams. The Pelicans have potential to... They have a big window, a fat window like the Warriors in fat Zion. But they they last year when Zion played were the best team in the West. And then he got hurt and then they they trickled down those standings. Did we even say Dallas? Yeah, I threw him in there at the end. Dallas is going to be a good team this year. Mm-hmm. OKC going to be a good team this year. Yeah, it's tough for the Blazers. The West is really, really deep. Even the Rockets and the Spurs, even the teams they're fighting with at the bottom could be better than them. <laughs> like, yeah, there's like a lot of fun teams in the West this year. Like it is the wild, wild West. Because I sneaky like the Rockets, not for any reason in particular, just because it feels like they're due to start being competitive again. Their front office certainly believes that. They went out and spent money. They have... Mm-hmm. Um, the kid from Auburn, uh, Jalen Smith, Jaden Smith. Jabari, Jabari Smith. Yeah, that one. <laughs> Guess every name except the right the, one. The third pick in the draft last year. <laughs> well, I knew I knew who he is. I just I his name slipped me. Old man moment. Eamon Thompson, too. Yeah, they just had it. They 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 had the fourth pick in the draft. There was buzz that they had to debate picking one of the Thompson twins and Cam Whitmore, and they got both. Yeah, they got Cam Whitmore too. <laughs> it's crazy. Like Houston's kind of fun. They have a Kevin Porter trade coming down the pipeline. Not that they're going to get anything for him. They're gonna have to give stuff up. He he was out before any of this. Yeah, he's... like they had they brought in Fred Van Vliet. They drafted Thompson. They they have so they have Jalen Green. They they have so much other young talent that they don't need Kevin Porter Jr. anyway. He mm-hmm. was always out. I wrote about it back in like July of, of like all their young guys who they, they have Shingoon, who's a beast. Shingoon's like, good. Jabari Smith. Oh. Yeah. They're going to be really good. They're going to be really good this year. They're going to be good. That's and a- then, I mean, there's the Wemby factor in San Antonio who's just going to be nasty. So we'll have to see. What I happens. think San Antonio is a year away. I agree, but I still think they could be better than Portland. Like I, it's, there's too much unknown with Portland. Yeah. This um, is a we'll big Sam looks like an idiot segment, but I, I don't know. I think. <laughs> I, I agree with this what you're more saying. of a testament of the depth of the league. Where I'll put it this way. I, I think I think the Blazers could be better than the Wizards and the Hornets and, and the Pistons. Like, but there's, there's so many good teams in the West. Yeah. But it's tough. Maybe we should make the NBA North versus South. Thoughts? <laughs> I don't know about that one. <laughs> it's interesting. Um, got a fire. <laughs> uh should make it like football where it's a big mix, regardless. Anyways, um, next thing we have here. Tyler Hero. Teams want him. Teams are in on the Tyler Hero thing. Jake Fisher Good for of him. Uh, Yahoo Sports had a report. If Portland ultimately does, does business with Miami, the Jazz, as well as the Bulls, Hornets, and Nets are considered teams interested in landing Hero from the Heat. And there are plenty of executives who'd rather take Miami's best package if the Heat are so willing. That could include Hero, Jovic, with Jokic, and Caleb Martin and more. 
people want Tyler Hero, and all of these teams make sense for Tyler Hero. The Nets, he would make sense as a guard, a lead guard on that team. The Bulls would make sense. They need depth. They need three-point shooting. They need yep. youth. Um, the Hornets would make sense. Pairing with Lamelo. they just, the Hornets need talent. The Hornets suck. I think Let's the Hornets make the least sense of these teams. It's yes, but they're the Hornets. They just, yeah. they need anything. Uh, and then the jazz makes sense too. I mean, the jazz at Taylor hero, they're probably competing for the plan. Um, so Dude, the jazz are another team. Like they, hey, maybe, hey, maybe hey. <laughs> Lori Markinen's nasty. Is Markinen be good nasty? again? I mean, they're like a sleeper, like Dame team. If they really wanted them, they could add Dame and actually be competitive. Yeah, they could be a playoff team. I don't think – call me crazy. I, I'm not really sure, like, the Jazz can be good again until they rebrand with with these uniforms. Uniforms are bad. The uniforms Yeah, are like, terrible. they kind of aren't allowed to be good. Yeah, Them's the uniforms the are bad. Yeah, I, I can back that. Uh, all right, next thing. Weird rumor that we saw. The Suns want <laughs> Yusuf Nurkic. This guy's <laughs> always talking. This, Whatever this Gambadero guy. He's John always putting out rumors. Gambadero. Yeah, I Arizona don't know Sports how often he's right. Yeah. So take it with a grain of salt. This wasn't Shams. This wasn't Woj. This wasn't Jake Fisher. There wasn't, you know, Mark Stein, anything. But said the, the Suns want Nurkic in a Dame deal. And the rumor is Aiton to Portland. Which is like, why? I'd love it if I'm Portland. Hell yeah. Give me DeAndre Ayton. I'll pair him with our young guards. I'll pair him with Jeremy Grant. It'll be a fun new center for the future. And maybe it's the case of if you're the Suns, you get in, you know, maybe you take... Malcolm Brogdon. That's what it is. He He's <laughs> yeah. he's upset. Doesn't want to be there. They definitely don't like him. But Nurkic? It, it's a very similar situation where you're like, but Nurkic, but also like... Mm, we kind you know of believe it might be true. Loki, the biggest sell of Phoenix's last two years is not accepting a sign and trade Miles Turner for DeAndre Ayton. Yeah, dude. Big Miles Turner sell. had a monster year, albeit next to Halliburton, who was setting him up. But imagine but on this he team. Was great. Imagine on this team. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's a sell. That's a sell. Um, yeah, weird that they would want Yusuf Nurkic. Like Nurkic is fine, but like he's not better than Ayton. Everyone was like, they want the defense, and everyone on, on Twitter was, what somebody defense? said, I, I forget who tweeted it, Yusuf Nurkic is closer to the worst defensive center in the league than the best. <laughs> so yeah, probably it's, true. It doesn't make sense. Um, next thing up, teams want Buddy Heald, unsurprising considering he's on the trade block, but we do have the specific teams uh, who were mentioned by mm. Shams Tarania of The Athletic on an appearance on the rally. Any contending team, the Lakers were long ruined for Buddy Heald. But you look at teams like Dallas, Philly, and Milwaukee. I mean, those are the types of teams that could definitely use a shooter like Buddy Heald. They've had a level of interest in him over the last several months. But, of course, no deals happened yet. I wrote Celtics, question mark, LOL. Meh. Um, but the, the best. Lakers, Dallas. <laughs> what is this? The Lakers. Lakers long rumored for Buddy Heald. They were rumored for so long that they uh, were going to trade for Buddy Heald, and then they traded for Russ, and that went yeah, perfect. Yeah, no. That's a no. They have an easy pathway to do it, though. D'Angelo Russell for Buddy Heald makes sense for for the Lakers, and it, you could see why it would make sense for the uh, the Pacers. You get an extra year of a tradable contract on the books. It's not a perfect on court fit, but if you're going to get something, you get D'Angelo Russell. You get that 2029 first round pick. Not bad. Also, not for nothing, that. the Pacers shouldn't be fucking around. Like the Pacers, <laughs> they're kind of getting there. They're yeah. in that like Orlando Magic. Uh, Hawks. Pistons. I I don't maybe the Pistons like the Pistons are I don't I'm not I'm not saying anything about the Pistons again. I mean, last year I was like Pistons <laughs> are going to be good and they weren't. 
Yeah. They're in that sure. range of teams that, I mean, Indiana should have made the playoffs last year, but then Halliburton got hurt. Yeah. We just talked about Miles Turner, how great he's been. They just had the eighth pick in the draft, or they traded it with Washington, whatever. They picked Jarris Walker. That's another addition they have. They have Matherin, who was great last year. They have Neesmith, who's been pretty good for them. They have a lot of quality players on their team where they can be competitive. There's no reason that they should be looking to get rid of Buddy Heald for no reason. Of course, you don't want to end up losing him for nothing, but you don't have to take a trade where it's like, all right, we'll give you uh, Cole Swider for Buddy Heald. Not right now, at least. Yeah. Not right now. Maybe by the deadline, but you'll get. I think they'll get something for Buddy Healed. And um, uh, trade him to not Philly or Milwaukee or the Lakers. <laughs> uh, this, the Milwaukee package that I saw for what it's worth was Pat Connor and then Grayson Allen. So Pat Connor should have been a seller. Agree. And then the Philly package, it wasn't even like anything crazy. I think they could get away with if Harden leaves. I think they get away Harden, with. Dude. I think healed Tyson McConnell for Tobias Harris makes sense. You get some. Oh, that would Philly. hurt. You get some. It would Tyson be weird. In but Philly colors. Something I saw on fan side and somewhere was like PJ Tucker, Firkin Corkmas, and Daniel House in two seconds. I'm like, why? Why would Indiana ever want to do that in a million? And Indiana so also three gave players up players that borderline don't play. Two of which are James Harden's entourage for yep. a quality player. And a second. They said Philly would also give up, or Indiana would give up a second as well. We're going to make us. up for the tampering. Yeah, it just, I don't get it. it uh, that makes no sense to me. Maybe uh, that's why okay. Brad Stevens is collecting second round picks, so he can tamper and then just have a bunch <laughs> of picks. Like, they, like oh, you want to take a pick? That's I have 10 a, more. That's big brain. Big brain yeah. Brad. All right, Sam, what's your Reddit post of the day? Sam's Reddit post out of the, out of the day, of the day, of the day. comes out of a place of spite. The post mm. is examples of other franchises ignoring star trade requests. Essentially, this is Sam's Hall of Fame of <clears throat> franchises. Uh, so all of the players listed here have requested a trade from team, and they did not go to the place they wanted to go. Indiana Pacers, when Paul George was traded to the Thunder in 2017, he actually wanted to play for the Lakers. They said, absolutely not. We'll take Sabonis and Oladipo back. And that worked out excellent for them for w. a year or two. And then Oladipo started to get hurt. Well, Utah, Sabonis turned into Halliburton. So it, it really worked out well for them. <laughs> that's actually true. Yeah. Utah. They traded Donovan Mitchell to Cleveland last summer. And he wanted to go yep. to New York or Miami. Might still uh, Did the Jazz? Did they? Yeah, they got a good return from Cleveland. It's just like when you Lord had to go bear return that they got for Rudy Gobert, it's like, damn. Like They, they got, like, I think they got Markinen, Colin Sexton, Ocheg, Baji, and three first-round picks. Is the Gobert trade better than the Pierce Garnett trade for Ainge? Um, <laughs> In yes. terms of what he gave up <laughs> to get all those assets? Not yet because of Tatum and Brown and what they turned into, but in terms of assets, yes. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Cleveland traded Kyrie to the Celtics. Terrible. Uh, despite him wanting to go to New York, San Antonio, Miami, or Minnesota. Why the hell Minnesota? Minnesota? Uh, was Butler still there at that point? Or no? No, he wasn't there yet. This is Cat. the summer after uh, Butler's Bulls was uh, the eighth seed, and the Celtics were the one seed. Maybe Wade he, and Rondo. Maybe he, maybe he knew. Eh, no, maybe just Kyrie and Cat. I don't know. That's a weird one. Anyways. Uh, San Antonio, when they traded Kawhi to Toronto, despite him requesting the Lakers. Respect. 
a lot of these are like Knicks Lakers and they didn't send them there. So this is a yeah. lot of like or Miami head nod when I see people walking down the street, like shared respect. Uh, yeah. The Knicks, when they traded Carmelo to OKC, despite him requesting the Rockets, well, he ended up on the Rockets. The Nets worse. traded Kyrie to Dallas, despite him wanting to play for the Lakers. <laughs> Any other examples? Basically, franchises ignoring their stars' preferred destination is a lot more common than people think, which is why I don't really fault Portland for their ignoring of their franchise goat's preference. We have some replies here. Lakers mm. fan says, Lakers ignored Kobe's trade before they got Pau Gasol. Wanted to play for the Bulls for a little bit, I believe. Mm -hmm. Akeem and the Rockets in 1992. Someone followed up. I read somewhere that back in 92, when the relationship between Akeem and the Rockets was bad, Elijah Wan was going to be traded to either Seattle or the Lakers with James Worthy and Divock being some of the players included in the trade. Imagine Hakeem being either a Sonic or a Laker playing with the likes of Peyton and Kemp or a player like Nick Van Exel. Uh, the Sixers have this far ignored basketball superstar Furkan Korkmaz's request for a <laughs> That's trade. That's what I was going to bring I up. I imagine they're waiting for OKC <laughs> to give up their treasure trove of picks to get a deal done <laughs> for such a transcendent talent. Great comment. <laughs> we can close uh, with that because I don't know if we're getting a better yeah. comment than that. That's one. what I was going to bring up. Korkmaz requesting a trade all time. That's true. Also true. Ignored that. All right. Want to get into the rat list here? Open it up. I get the thing. All right. Do you want me to go first? Yes. All right. I'm going to start with my aunt's dog, Rocket. Every day I go to let my aunt's dogs out because she's at school. She's a school nurse. So I, I'm, yes. I'm home. So I this has been a recurring outside. issue. It's a recurring theme. This has never happened, though, before. This is what I'm about to tell you. Mm. Let them out. You go outside. They're fine. Whatever. They're, they're He's annoying, but he's a puppy. It's whatever. Outside for about 10, 15 minutes. I kick a ball around. He chases it. The other dog sits next to me. Her name is Woody. I love her. She's perfect. Um, she's an idiot, but I love her. She, she's just like, she's there like, pet me. And that's all she wants. She's <clears throat> fine. Rocket comes in. We finally get inside 10, 15 minutes. Get inside. I feed them. I uh, get them back in their cage. I'm about to leave. I smell something. I'm like, oh, what smells? What do you guys fart? I go back on the couch. He shit in the house hmm. after coming inside from being outside. Why? For, top, for, I put it on the sheet. Top one worst smelling thing it's ever I've ever smelled. It, I um, I genuinely almost threw up. It, it was the worst smell I had ever smelled. And for context, Sam, I know you used to work in a nursing home, but you didn't you didn't work in a nursing home like I I've worked. Smelled in a people home. dying. Yes, in the nursing home I worked at in Worcester when I was a nursing clinical, they had a mm. room specifically for soiled garments. <laughs> That was the worst smell I'd ever smelled. This rivaled it. <laughs> that you walk in that room, you don't breathe. You you don't inhale, or else you're you're in tears. <laughs> that that was that was top one before. This was close. So yeah. I was deeply upset the other day. Rocket permanent rat list. Um, and yeah, that's that's. Uh, <laughs> I'll leave with that. I'll tell you what. Nobody hates traffic quite like, like me. Like you or, or yes, we quite like this we. podcast, correct? This podcast hates traffic. Yeah, anti-traffic. We stand against traffic. Uh, so I was driving to this wedding yesterday, which has uh already caused me to leave Jack by himself on that. How far was Stevens this wedding? Video. Long. It was about driver. a two-hour drive from Providence. Just enough uh, to be annoying. It was. 
you're not from Rhode Island. <laughs> when you're from Rhode Island, like 30 minutes is like. Yeah. Anyways, so we're almost there. We're getting off uh, Route 91, Interstate 91. Mm-hmm. And it's like you're about, mm, I think it was like five miles from the venue. And it was like a half hour. So we're we're driving down. Now it is Route 5 as we've gotten off the highway. And sure. there is a insane amount of traffic. Now, if you're from Western Mass, you probably heard this story already. Ratlist, the individual who struck a Massachusetts state trooper, dragged the state trooper by a car while the state trooper was attempting a traffic stop. So what you may like think to be obvious, they bring out all of the state troopers when one of their own, I mean, dude, I have never seen so many cruisers they must the have trooper had okay? cruisers. Yeah, they said minor injuries. Oh, okay, good. Trooper yeah. was able to set himself free from the vehicle, but was injured in the process. He was taken by a stretcher to the hospital, per Western Mass News. Good. Um, suspect ran off into the woods after crashing the car shortly after striking the officer. <laughs> so, if you've ever driven before, uh, for whatever reason, you probably have this like inclination when anything's going on not to mind your own business. And everybody's like, oh, what are they doing? What yeah, are they it's for? the worst. And yeah. the amount of holdup that was created because there were state troopers looking for this guy who they have now found uh, per, per this article. Insane. I mean, insane event. Insane news story. Like news was there. I've been in the news. Like, I get it. But, man, the amount of just extra time. I was late to the wedding. It was late. Damn. How late? I had to, like, stand in the back. Damn. Ratless that guy. Also very uh, inconsiderate to do in the middle of the day. Anti-Ratless, something I found about this. Do you know who found this the guy who, who? who got him? Was it a dog? Look at him. He, he got him. Got his, him. got his ass. <laughs> Roar, oh, Roxy. Shout out Roxy. Roxy Roxy got his ass. Yeah, they had they had luckily Suter did not have any unwanted guests on his property. Instead, it was the state police canine unit. Roxy finally located the suspect. Arrest was on camera. Oh Oh, can we pull it up? Do we have it? Do we have it? They don't have it embedded. They just said it was caught on camera. Imagine getting chased down by Roxy. That's That's gotta suck. Most terrifying experiences of your life. That's awful. All right. Yeah. If you're gonna like drag a state trooper, just do it in the middle of the night. That way, just, like if you're gonna no, stop traffic no. across like the entire like main drag of your area, do it like in the middle of the night. Now, let me ask you, what's worse? The guy who dragged the street trooper or the people who stop on the highway to watch? No, nah, no, nah, you can't drag anybody. That's kind of <laughs> fucked. That's pretty terrible. <laughs> the people who do stop to watch are the worst, though. Keep just fucking move on. Just come on. Oh, there was like another traffic that was just caused by people rubbernecking like that, and it was yeah, just, that's what I'm saying. Like it was literally just like a tow truck. Yeah, there wasn't even any Awful. like damage. Like this is a complete different area. Like accident wasn't serious, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was like ten minutes of traffic. They just want to watch. They just want to watch. Yeah. I'm glad you said this at the start of the episode because I put it on here. People at the grocery store, Eternal Rat List. Just fucking be aware of your surroundings. You were like, oh, I never know where to put my cart. In the middle of the yeah. road. You're never like, oh, I know, I don't know where to put my cart. And that's what you're supposed to do. Right. These people. Exactly. These people. Yeah. 
la di da, walking around, not giving a shit. And it, like, be aware that there are other people in the grocery store. And this, keep in mind, this is like six thirty p.m. Not a very populated grocery store, and yet there's still people running right into us. Like, have some awareness. Also, maybe this is this make me sound like a terrible person. Rattles the people, and it's usually this. just it's usually just older people who need it. I mm. fucking hate the electric shopping carts. Fuck off. Get them out. Don't go to the grocery store. It, it pisses me off. It's annoying. It's annoying. They don't turn They don't turn fast enough. They're always in your way. And because those, the people who are driving them, they are the people who don't care about their surroundings. They're just in the way. They're out. Stay out of the grocery store. Have someone go for you. Sam went to the grocery I store. I told you about the day Have that uh, I was in the grocery store and this lady was on the electric cart and she had like a kid with her. <laughs> and uh she was like i better not see your lips on my snacks <laughs> yeah, yeah that was a day yeah. that was like yeah. is where are the cameras mm-hmm. yeah out um, out on those oh. ratless the guy at the wedding that like tried to give me advice so <laughs> i don't know who this guy was like it was one of those people you kind of don't know sure sure which sure, is sure, also sure. like a weird experience when like I don't know. It's our generation. Did, we don't really did they know you, but you don't no, know them? No, okay, know okay, me. just random. Got you. You know what uh, I'm talking about, though? Yeah, yeah. But so Kaylin and I are in line yep. for drinks, and I'm like going to get a soda water. And uh, what's cool about Open Bar is they got all the fruits. So you put you get the soda water, and you put the fruits in it. You're the only person open bar fruit. <laughs> well, I don't drink. Only, only person ever. I know, but just dude, I see the fruit. And I'm. <laughs> I mean, I went back. I was like, "Yo, can I have another orange?" <laughs> yeah. Continue. But anyways, he's like, "Line's long. You gotta get like three or four drinks. Like, just get them all at once." I was like, oh, "All right." Like, I didn't really like have anything for him, so it was a weird situation. <laughs> yeah. But the best part of the wedding was like we were all at our table. And I nudged Kalen because I saw a dude. He just had like all the drinks. It came. It was just like two hours later. I was like, "Damn, he wasn't lying." <laughs> yeah, but, like, you know, I respect his head. At the end I respect of the day. it. Did he? Of course, he's yeah. one of those. Yeah, I respect it though. Follows his own advice. There you go. Yeah, not was a hypocrite. This, was this a your her date to the wedding or vice versa? Vice versa. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. I wasn't sure if this was a your her date, so you really don't know anybody, or if it was no, like, no. Eh, okay, it's, okay, it's okay, probably okay. about the same ratio though of like but, knowing okay. people. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, I'm gonna rat list you first, eternally <laughs> telling me the wrong. I try not to, <laughs> and I apologize every single time. <laughs> it is, it is. I I showed up five minutes late today because I knew you would be late. <laughs> Sam texted me today. He goes, and I don't care. I'm not doing anything. Like it's not actually a big deal. That's why I'm I'm putting it here because it's funny. Sam texts me. Let's see what time. It was. Oh, let's record in 25 minutes. 11:21. We did not start recording till 12:10. <laughs> Twelve. In fairness maybe. to me, I kind of didn't think you would be up yet. <laughs> So I'd you were like, I'm awake, you. and I was like, oh, fuck, he called my bluff. <laughs> uh, there's another time where Sam jumps on. He goes, okay, let's record now. I got something to do later. I'm like, all right, cool. I'll jump on. And Sam goes, hold up. Let me finish this article. 30 minutes goes by. Sam gets a text from work. Hour and a half goes by. I'm like, that was a terrible day. We I was mad just as hell that day. Later. <laughs> it's just funny every time. But I still, I probably um, still had something to do. I just had things come up that I did not anticipate coming up. I know, but my real final rattles that I had written here, maybe I'll remember my dog, the one that tore the ACL Duke. Yes. Yep. Tore his ACL. 
He's a fat ass. Duke uh, doctor told him he's too fat. Uh, mostly because he's tore his ACL, but he's just fat. He's like, what is the pounds, thing they say uh, about like people and their dogs? Fuck you. Don't <laughs> tell me I'm like my dog. <laughs> You're a rat. Um, they told him he's over. I'm going to get my money's worth for that rat list. You're the worst. Um, I, every day, and it's maybe it's partially my fault. Whenever I go to Duncan, I get an order of hash browns. I give half to Duke, half to my other dog, Charlie, right? I give him a Good couple hash, hash browns. browns. Potatoes, right? Yeah, they are good. Idiot move by you giving them away. Well, no, I buy one for me, one for them. I, oh. I specifically buy right. them hash browns. They're 99 cents. I'll give my dogs a treat. It's fine. Mm. Um, but they look forward to it, right? Like they recognize they now recognize the Duncan bag because they know, oh, I'm about to get a treat. I'm about to get a snack. Uh, and so they will come up to me when I get home. But with the news that Doc is he said Duke is overweight. They are no longer allowed to have hash browns. They are banished. Oh. No more hash browns. Which means, and since Duke isn't allowed to have it, and we're about fairness in our house, Charlie also not allowed to have hash browns. So they're upset. <clears throat> However, Duke made up for about seven trips of hash browns. I got a cannoli the other day. Was brought home for me. I turn around to get a napkin. I turn back around. Duke is on the counter with <laughs> cannoli. God, <laughs> he picked it out of yeah. the box, had it halfway in his mouth. My sister's boyfriend goes, you should probably take that out of his mouth. I said, if I touch it, he will bite this shit out of me. I'm not getting that, <laughs> that cannoli back. So uh, Ratless, my dog, for being a fat fucking rat and taking my cannoli. Uh, and now I don't feel bad that you tore your ACL. So there you go. Mm. Ratless. Yeah. <sighs> That's uh, all I got. You got I, anything else? No, nah, I don't really have anything else. Oh, good Ratless today. That was that was funny. Um, yeah, I mean, if that's it, we can wrap it up there. Thank y'all for tuning in to how about them Celtics. We very much appreciate you. We did hit 1300 subscribers. We are blisteringly climbing right now. We're getting there. We're this is June, along. July pace. You know what it was? Nemus Kata two-way contract. Lamar Stevens contract. W. Thank you. Celtics. Dude, crazy we're how much better we are when stuff happens. Imagine when we actually have games. We are at 1,311 subscribers right now. Go, go join them. We appreciate you very much. We're still Official in 1K mm. bump since the start of the playoffs. We were Mr. 305 ahead of game Ooh. one. We are now 1311. Love to see it. That's big time. We appreciate y'all. Join Playback too. I think only two of you guys have signed up for Playback. We're going to be watching games with you there. Go check out Playback.tv. How about them Celtics? Uh, and as always, Check us out on Spotify and Apple. Leave us five stars and a review if you like it. Leave a comment. We like the comments. If you want us to talk about anything, comment or email us at hbtcpod at gmail.com. We appreciate it. I'll let Sam get us out. Yes, thank you very much for watching. Thank you very much for subscribing if you have recently or ever. Uh, we do appreciate that, oh, so go do it if you have not wait, yet. We didn't do the calories. Do you want to do calories or do you want to skip it? Yeah, do the calories. Okay, yeah, yeah. Sorry, let me, let me put Matt the Rat back on the screen. This will be quick. This will be quick. We need to have a different background for the calories. I know. We need to bring it up. I have five items once again for Sam to guess the calories. Um, right. Let's uh, check it out here. First one, I found Prime. This is this is KSI and Logan Paul's drink. I saw it at okay. Shaw's, and I wanted to try it. It's an energy drink. Do you have a review? 16.9 fluid ounces. It's, it's very sweet, so if you don't like sweet, you won't like it. Mm. I like sweet, so I like it. Um, there are two. I got three flavors. I have two here. Icy Pop and, pro and uh, Blue Raspberry. Flavor? Lemon lime, it's in the fridge. Mm. Um, very good. I enjoy it, but again, very sweet. Um, good with electrolytes. There's this whole thing going through that, like, there's too much caffeine. These are caffeine free. The energy drink has a lot of caffeine, but um, guess the calories, Sam. How many calories in Prime do we think? So here, here's my dilemma. 
it's supposed to be a Gatorade replacement. Like they are the official hydration drink of like Arsenal, um, Bayern right. Munich, like some big clubs. Yeah. But there has to be a reason why anybody would pick that over Gatorade. So my dilemma is I have feel like it's zero calories. This is zero calories. And then I will make an actual guess. It's There's not no. zero calories. Okay. My guess then is 210 calories. 20 and 25 calories. Damn. Yeah. Very, I, 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 I was very good. I was in the right ballpark with thinking it might you be were very low with a zero. Yeah. The low calories. It is low cal, gluten free, caffeine free, 10% coconut water, I which is their Gatorade's big seller. Around 200 for a bottle. Gatorade's a lot. Um, all right. Next thing I have. I have it here. I got Jersey Mike's again last night. Very good. Respect. Very good. Yes. Good Love choice. Um, but I picked these up at um, Shaw's. These are Lay's salt and vinegar chips. I'll give you a serving. I'll give you a serving size. Sorry for the crinkling on the mic. Maybe some people like it. About 17 chips is a serving size. 140 calories. 160. Okay. Close. 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 Respectable. Respectable. Also, sorry for the crinkling. Um, another thing I got at Shaw's. Wheat thins. Love wheat, wheat thins. thins. Wheat thins kind of very fire. Good. Wheat thins very good. Serving size is about 16 wheat thins uh, for reference. Ooh. Mm. What do we think for wheat Wheat's thins? supposed to be healthy. But sure. it is a snack. I'll say 120. Should have gone with your gut. 140 calories. It is yeah. the the epitome of snack food. <clears throat> All right. Two more things. I don't actually think there's calorie number on this, so I shouldn't have grabbed it. So we'll skip it. Mm. Um, this is a Golden Grams General Mills S'mores Treat Bar. Oh, it's no. just just what it is. Uh, I, there, I have no other information calories. for you. 120. Not terrible. Uh, and then the last thing. I'll pull it out of my Jimmy John's bag because I had it last night. These are some of the best chips you'll ever find. Miss Vicky's. Kettle, kettle, uh, whatever chips, very good. I get them whenever I get Jimmy John's. It's like I've my little those. uh, they're, guilty they're pressure. Like cod chips. They're good. They're very good. I want to say 140, but I feel like that's cheating. Is that I, your final I'm gonna, guess? I'm gonna say 180, 210. High calorie chips. Yeah, very high calorie chips. But uh, sorry, we had to do we had to do the calorie game. We forgot. Uh, I now I will let Sam actually wrap subscribe. Up the show. Dude, Leave a yeah. like, hit the notification bell so you don't miss any breakers like I did yesterday. Big dumb idiot. I wasn't even here. Uh, you can follow us on socials at How About Them Seas. That's Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. If you want to listen to us, we're also on Spotify and Apple. If you don't have the ability to watch us, maybe perhaps you're driving and you shouldn't be on your phone. Uh, or, you know, and if you want to follow Jack on Twitter, it's at JacksmanNBA. You can follow me at Sam LaFrance NBA. That's it for us. Bye.